Hey everyone, it's Alejandro Davalos, your co-host of El Sueño Podcast. And Sergio Molina. And today on El Sueño Podcast, we want to dive a little bit more into our own stories of, you know, how we got started in coffee and tacos. Tacos! So yeah, we want this podcast to really be about the stories of people, you know, chasing their dreams or, you know, whatever it is that they are doing in life. And just sharing some values that our parents gave us, what they wanted us to maybe do when they came to this country, and then ultimately what we're doing now. Um, so yeah, Alejandro, could you share? Some, yeah, I, I don't know. Could you share a story? Of, no, yeah. Uh, starting in uh, with tacos, you know, like when when was it that you found out that was you know one of your passions? I guess like being in the kitchen was like. Uh... So, I guess I could say, like, you know, I started working at Taco Bell when I was, like, 16. I worked there for three years. You know, fell in love. <laughs> <laughs> not honestly, like, um, just being in the kitchen, not even just, like, uh, making tacos, I guess. Because I like to do a little bit of everything, you know. Uh, I started... In, like, an actual kitchen when I was, like, 19. No, like, 18. 18 going on 19. And I guess, like, I started a whole year off just washing dishes and just watching everybody. Just, like, the... How do you say, like... You ever just look at, like, people at the kitchen, at the branch, and just, just like, how the fuck? Well, even, like, yourself, like how do you guys do this type of thing? Like, how, why? How are we doing this? And it's like, um, I just wanted to be a part of it, you know? Like, I was washing dishes, but, like, I wasn't a part of, like, the, like, cooking aspect, you know? And, like, it took me a whole year to finally move from dishes to actual cooking. And, um... Like, I left, I left Old Madrid the first time, and I was having my daughter, well, like, me and her mom, like, we were about to have her. I left, I left the kitchen job because I wanted something with, like, insurance and all that, so I left, and it wasn't until I left the first time, I was like, I was just miserable every, everywhere else I worked. And I just didn't find any fun. I didn't find anything in life. Like, obviously my daughter. Like, But I, I just wasn't happy with myself. So it was just like... After I, I found out this like breakfast restaurant was hiring a cook. And I was like, ah, why not? Let me go... Let me go see, because I had just gotten let go from the factory job I just had, where I was like, in, I'll say it, I was, I was at Insincorator, um, and I got hired through the company, and they laid us all, well, like, a lot of us off, um, like, a month into my, a month in to yeah. working there, and it just was, I was just so mad. I was just so mad, so upset. I was just like, I don't even want to do this anymore. So I went in there, and 
I fell in love with just being in the kitchen again. And that's where I figured out. I was like, I want to I want to do this crazy ass lifestyle <laughs> for the rest of my life. <laughs> so that's when I find out, like finally found out and I told my parents, this is what I want to do. And yeah, that's where that's where it all started. And little by little, I I was like dropping hints and seeing what I can do to like take that next step to do la taquiza, to do el taquero and stuff like that. And it wasn't until what was it? I want to say it was twenty. Was it 2018 or 2019? Andrea was born. She was a year old. So it was... I want to say it was like 20, 2018, 2019. That's when... Uh, damn, I really don't know what year it was. I think it was 2019. Yeah, 2019, we decided. We're just like, okay, we're going to... I, I brought this idea up to Lupe. I was like... Look, was somebody knocking? No, no. Oh, okay. Um, so I was like, "Look, this is what I want to do. What do you think? I wanna, I wanted to do YouTube. I've been, you know, I've been t- talking about me doing YouTube for a long time. So I started out just doing like um, pictures of my food. So I started this page. It was called Alejandro Eats, and that's like. That's where it started, like the little traction. I was getting people liking all my stuff, asking about private events and stuff like that. And uh, we we kind of looked at it and we we're like, why not? Why not just start a taco spot or a pop up? Lupe was like, let's do a pop up. I was like, what the fuck's a pop up? Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know what that is. She was like, oh, she explained it to me. We just pop up this place, you know. We can either cook there or have a commercial kitchen, stuff like that. And I was like, all right, why not? So it went, uh, my very first pop-up was at Moran's Pub. And we made chilaquiles, eggs. It was like a brunch for like the last day of the Premier League that year. It went really well. And after that, we just kept going and going and going. So... I don't know, it's just like, I guess like, when I fell in love with tacos, that's when it's like, <laughs> I don't know, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big boy, <laughs> so that's when I, <laughs> I've loved tacos all my life. <laughs> yeah, but I guess like pursuing it as, you know, something that you wanted to do, you know. What, well, one night. Like you said, be. What was that? Know. Like you were saying before, having it be, you know, what you want to do the rest of your life. Like, yeah. when did that kind of happen? Was it after some of these pop-ups that you were doing? Because it, it sounded like, based on what you were saying, that you kind of always wanted to start your own little thing. And, yeah. you know, eventually you guys did. Right. Did it feel right, I guess, when you were doing the pop-ups? Is that what kind of, yeah. like, motivated you to, like, okay, we got to do this? Or, yeah. Or what? I, I think it's, for me, it's, like... Egg, was it egg, different, like, serving La Taquiza as opposed to, like, a restaurant that you really enjoyed working at, let's yeah, say? Yeah, it was like, way different. It was different. Yeah, it was different. Just because, like, 
you know, at, at like, um, I guess during the pop-ups and everything, people, like, you get to meet the people. Like, mm. as opposed to, like, working for somebody, you're not the face. Like, you you know, th- I've had the pleasure of working with, like, um, all these different, like, different people that, like, appreciated what I did, and I got to meet people, mm-hmm. but um, just being able to have my own thing with my sister and my family, like, having all of us be the face, basically, mm-hmm. um, that's when it was, like, oh, well, I don't know, just, like, every event, little by little, made me love it even more, just because you could see... The appreciation of the people that we had, like the people that had us, and the just like, um, I don't know, just like, I guess the fun I had, the fun, like, you know, there's, I've, I've always just had fun just like interacting with people, talking with people, and then you add another aspect of like doing like the kitchen, that's where I was like, I don't know, I just... I just had a blast every time, mm-hmm. and and it was a, it was like it was like a rocky road at first because like you know working with family is always tough, but when we were in our mode and when we we're like private events and stuff, where everything's pretty much like pretty flows pretty re- pretty well. Ah, I can't talk today, <laughs> but um yeah no like. I don't know, like, every every year it gets better and better, and I feel like we're getting more and more prepared with everything, so I think, um, like, being able to, like, be at the beer garden and just do stuff there, too, it kind of helped us out with, like, bigger scale people and just, like, uh, getting ready for those big carrier events, too, mm-hmm. so... I mean, it's been good, though. And, yeah, I guess, you know, I just had a couple customers come through this week, actually, too, and asking, like, hey, what's up with La Taquiza? So, I Uh guess, could you let the people know, like, what is your guys' plans? Do you guys have any plans for the summer? Um, Yeah, because I guess people are asking. They want to eat those tacos. R.I.P. La Taquiza. No, I'm just joking. (laughs) (laughs) No. Cue in the sad music. Cue the sad, the violin in the background. <laughs> no, um, I don't have a definite start date. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been talking to a few different people. I know Alex wants us to pop up at Sap Sap. He wants us for a noodle night. Mm-hmm. And I kind of have an idea for that already. Um, other than that, we have... Um, a couple private events. If you really want us, and you guys have a party this like this year, a big party or whatever, we're taking caterings. Um, I know we have a few weekends already booked up. Uh, we do weddings, uh, private parties, anything really. Yeah. Quinceañeras, hit me up. Quinceañeras, baptisms. Will you guys do that beer garden again, or you're not yeah, sure? Yet? You're yeah. You're doing it, for sure? Yeah, we're going to be there a few times. We're trying to figure out the schedule. Um, but you have some dates already? Like, maybe longer? He hasn't, he hasn't even gave us any dates. Okay. Just because 
So they switched. I don't know exactly what the yeah, yeah, whole yeah. thing, but it went from Franksville like being the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know because it's in Franksville to Racine taking control of it. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to say nothing. It's just money has to do with this yep. man. You know, they always got to dip their hand in there. Nah, <laughs> but um, so. Uh, I know they're trying to figure it out with all with Racine. So once they figure everything, then he'll give us a date. I know we have Taco Fest because we gotta we gotta defend our title. We have the food truck festival, and um, I know we he has us a couple weekends, Saturdays and Sundays. So I mean I'm pretty much open to anything. Um, other than that, like. Like I said, we got we got some. I think we have like a wet two weddings. I think, and then um, other than that, nothing really. I mean, I kind of want to. It's just hard, especially with like people don't understand. I mean, I'm sure people see the prices of meat and just veggies, and then the price of gas. This is it's hard out here, mm-hmm. and it's. If it doesn't make sense for us to come back this year, then, you know, we'll take it as that. And it's just, you know, you got people paying, like, you know, with our steak. We like we like the steak that we use, which is a skirt steak. That's, that's at, like, $13 a pound almost. Maybe, like, give or take, depending, it goes 8 to 13 I've seen. Mm-hmm. That's... That's more than what we're <laughs> that we're willing to pay, especially if you want steak. That's what everybody wants, mm-hmm. and it's hard because then we got to charge more, and then people don't like that, and it's hard. And I don't, I don't want to give, I don't want to give in to going to a lower quality of meat because I I gotta just stay true to myself because like it's. I'm not going to serve something that I wouldn't want to eat myself. And that's where that's where it's like, I'm not going to. That's why it took us so long to do like al pastor. Because we wanted to get the recipe just right. Mm-hmm. You know, the birria recipe, we got that. Even then, the birria, the veal meat that we do, it doubled in price. Damn. So, it's like, it's like. Either I take the loss just to leave our name out there, or I charge more for my tacos, and then I got people complaining about that. Like, you know, it was already hard hearing that last year. And, like, it was tough. It was tough. I'd get home. I was stressed. Mm. It's like, what can I do to, like, make these people happy? Like, I don't know. (laughs) That's, That's the hard part about, like doing the business it's like you know you try you try to like keep everybody happy especially the people that have supported you since day one but they're the ones not everybody not i don't want to say something controversial but like like you want to you want to like how should i say this you want to just like 
I don't even know. But the thing is, it's tough because the prices of everything is going up. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm just like in a in a like back and forth battle with like me, my sister, and like everybody else because that's it's tough. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm just like kind of just riding the wave this year, really. And hopefully, like, I'm hoping that we can push next year. And then, you know, we can hopefully buy a truck next year. Or this year, by the end of this year. That's a, that's what I'm hoping. So, we'll see. I don't know. What well, about? yeah, that's, that's just a difficult thing. Just considering, I mean, we would all talk about it in the kitchen. Just trying to start a business. <laughs> the time that we did, you know, yeah. 2020, like, and, you know, we're still seeing difficult times even now, right? Like two right. years later, um, yeah, close to two years later from starting at the branch now, but yeah, man, it's just, it's just a tough one. And like you said, you know, keeping people, um, you know, getting them to understand like the troubles that a business does go through and mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's difficult. A lot of them do understand. Yeah. The majority, like the like the day ones, like the people that came from the beginning, yeah. they understand, but it's just like when we're the new customers and all that, you know, we're competing with like, you know, with you, you're competing with like all the local s- spots here. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, you know, the commercial people. And it's tough. It's like yeah. us, we got like a, we're getting new taco places every every month right now. Mm-hmm. It's tough. I don't know how they do it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, even just... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess seeing... You know, when I got to the branch, you know, it was interesting working with Sap Sap because they had such a name, right? Right. And just seeing the people that they would pull. Um, and I think one of the tough things with a business owner is not comparing yourself to anybody or even in life in general, right? Yeah. It's not comparing yourself to anybody because that's not going to get you anywhere. Um, but, you know, just seeing your guys' example, like I, I, I use that with a lot of people when they ask, like, how's it going at the branch, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I tell them it's hard. It's hard to get somebody to come here. And yeah, if they come here, like, I want to treat them right. You know, and it is difficult in the time that we're living in, too, though, right? Like, yeah. anybody that was making it through during the pandemic, like, you know, they could have been, like, risking their lives depending on, like, you know, the health that they were in. Or, you know, I had a couple girls come through, I remember back then, that said their mom just caught it, right? Like, they had just got COVID. And they yeah. were still coming through to get a cup of coffee. So I was like, man, you know, these people are actually, like, you're the ones that are keeping us going, right? Right. Through these <laughs> tough times. Um and yeah, it's it's cool when you do have those customers that you know truly understand, um, and are understand yeah like our understanding of what's going on and stuff. Right. Um, I lost the point I was gonna make. I just went off on a tangent, but <laughs> no. Shout out to the customers though. Like that's yeah, one of the things sure. I want to say uh, that we've been fortunate about as Esperanza. I'm sure probably with yourself as well. I think that. Um, you know, you'll hear a lot of nightmare stories of service industry, right? Like, I'm sure you have some horrible stories from Taco Bell and stuff, but like, <laughs> I've never really had like terrible customers, right? Yeah. Like there's a handful here and there that you remember, but like, it's unfortunate that you remember the bad ones and not always the good ones. But I do remember, like, 
I tell my customers that during tough times, you're the ones that keep me going, right? Like right. I could be going through a bad day, and then this one customer comes through, and I'm like, damn, this is why I'm here, right? Because you're right. coming out of your way, your day, you know, to come and grab a cup of coffee or grab a bag or whatever it may be. Right. And it's like, okay, let's keep going, <laughs> you know? <laughs> let's figure Dude, it out. Dude, I, I almost cried in the Taco Bell line once. Yeah. In line or? No, like when I was working. Oh, for real? Why? Yeah, people made me, like, I felt like such a, like, (laughs) I laugh about it now because I, like, so I was in a (laughs) drive-thru. You were the drive-thru person? Yeah, I was the drive-thru. That's why, if, if you ever want to, like, get your social skills up, or anything like just you want to just talk to random strangers you talk you you work at a freaking fast food restaurant and what's up what am i doing i'm recording yeah i'm voice recording you want to say hi yeah come say hi so we got our first guest on today, guys. Andrea, you want to say hi? Yeah. Come say hi. Right here. Hi. Say welcome to El Sueño Podcast. No. No, why not? <laughs> Come on. Just say welcome. Thank you guys for listening. You're welcome. Thank you guys for listening. See, that wasn't so hard. Okay, go go finish watching a movie. Okay, love you. And we were just asking you guys who would be the first guest, and <laughs> we already got it. Yeah, there we go. Um... Okay, so like I was saying, if you ever want to get your like social skills up, working at a drive-through is so like, the like think about like think about working at a taco uh, Taco Bell drive-through, mm-hmm. like just think about it. It's exactly what you think it'll be. <laughs> <laughs> it's exact. What do, what do you think about it? I don't know. Tell us. I. I'm looking at it as like, okay, after I've been gone so long from there, <laughs> I think about like drunk people, hmm. stoners, uh, just random degenerates, uh, <laughs> just random people, um, really like... Just like so it obnoxious, obnoxious people. Tested your patience a lot? A lot, yes. There was times where I wanted to flip shit. And there there was this one time that I'm going to tell you guys right now that I literally, I almost wanted to cry. It was probably one of my first times in the drive-thru. This couple came in. They were in the drive-thru. They were like, oh, hey, I wanted to order these tacos. I remember... There were three soft shell tacos. It was like a combo meal. I'm going, or I put the order in. They're like, I don't want no lettuce on these tacos. And then they had like another or like whatever order. 
who knows. So I put the order in. No lettuce. Uh, whatever. All yeah. right. So I'm like, okay, so I get the order, repeat it, this and that. I can't physically open the food and see if there's no lettuce on there. I have to trust that the person making the taco made it right. That's mm-hmm. on the screen. So I'm like, all right, here's your order. I just count. I give them their sauce. They bounce. They go around again, and they're like, hey, there's lettuce in my tacos. They're a little upset, but they're like, you guys are busy, whatever. They kind of understood. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay. So I'm like, hey, can I get three more tacos? They can keep those, whatever. Um, let's just go from there, whatever. This guy on the freaking line puts lettuce in their taco again. 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 Damn. So they go around in a circle. And mind you, we're busy as fuck still. And they start yelling at me. (laughs) This is like one of my first times. They're like yelling. They're like, don't you understand? I don't want no freaking lettuce on my freaking tacos. This and that. And I'm like. Uh, 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 I don't know what is going on, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I'm sorry. I, let me, let me just make them. Let me get these, that, uh, whatever. This time they're just asking for their money back. They're calling me a dumbass. Damn. And then they're like, they're just going off on me. They're like, th- basically telling me that I sucked at life. Basically. Damn. It was like I said, one of my first times in the in the drive through, and I just I. I wanted, I wanted to cry. <laughs> oh Dude, my god, that's so messed up. I know, but after that, like after that happened, <laughs> I took a break. <laughs> I took a break. From, <laughs> I took a break from the drive-through. I took like a month break. I was like, don't put me on that drive-through. I don't want to deal with that shit. I was like, I'll deal with the people inside. I'll help out, whatever. But then, like, you know, there's like, there's times where I didn't have a choice. And that's where I go. So, whatever. I got over it. And it's been... Well, after that, it was good. Hmm. Yeah, Those late night drive through nights were crazy. <laughs> I bet. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bunch of stoners. No, a bunch of drunks. Bunch of drunks. Yeah. Yeah, a bunch of drunks. Motherfuckers that don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, uh, Nick Swartzen has a really good funny bit about that have you ever seen it no you should check it out nick yeah. what nick swartzen nick swartzen yeah he talks about like him going through a drive-thru okay with like all his drunk friends and how annoying it is to be the one taking the order um and like relaying what the car is saying to the drive-thru yeah yeah it's funny i think you'd like it but yeah man <laughs> i don't know that's just it's just sad i guess just uh you know, put my two cents in. Yeah. Because, yeah, people just don't have patience. Or, like, your your example is a perfect one where, you know, they're bl- pay- placing the blame on you, but they don't know the full story. Right. Um, and I don't know. I've always, I've always been one to say, like, fast food, if they mess up my order, I mean, I'm paying for what I get. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I'm paying cheap money. If they mess up my order, then oh well. But, I don't know. Right. Yeah, no, yeah. like... 
It's just sad. But it go, going back again to like what I was saying before, like I feel like we have some pretty cool customers, you know, like these nightmare customers that you're talking about. <laughs> I've got that stuff, you know. Yeah. Like if we mess up an order, I'm pretty true to being like, okay, we'll, you know, we'll redo it. Yeah. And then just be like very, like I tell my people like, be present. Okay, yeah. we mess something up. All right, I want you here right now. Like, I don't know what's going on, but we're right here. Right. You know, and we fucked up. Let's, you know, let's correct it now. Right. Um, but yeah. Well, it's like that time Vettel, she, she took the order to the wrong house. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's not our fault. It's. Did they take it? <laughs> the, the. She just left it on the door. I don't know. Oh, if they, dang. I was going to say, know. what? There's, oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so we had, she, she calls us like 15 minutes later. She's like, hey, I didn't get my food yet. And then we're like, what? And then come to find out she got the wrong address. I'm like, oh, oh my dang. God. <laughs> she, was a, she was upset, but she was like, look, we threw her some extra stuff. So yeah, she wasn't too mad after. Right. But, yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> well, that's, you know, kind of circle back to being, like, a business owner and kind of what we talked about last episode with, you know, not being afraid to do things. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, jumping into delivery was new to, yeah. for your business, right? So, right. like, getting that stuff all in line and not really having, like, you know, I don't know how Pizza Hut or something works. Like, if they give you some mobile device. I know when I used to do Amazon delivery, like, it was pretty easy because they had, like, a whole, like, system right. on a handheld. But you guys had to just, like, makeshift it, right. plug it into your phone, and, you know, you might make a mistake or something. And it's just part of, you know, learning a new process in your right. business, you know. Yeah, no, it was a tough transition because people were asking, oh, why don't we do DoorDash, Uber Eats? But, you know, I'd rather us make the mistake. Mm-hmm. And have it in be like, like how would I say, like basically have it in our own hands, mm-hmm. than to hire a third party, and on top of that, be more expensive too, because mm-hmm. a DoorDash and all that, it is more expensive. There is a delivery fee, and on top of that, you do like they pretty much force you to tip, which I mean, yeah, go ahead, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, run your thing how you want yeah we get it over here at least i know who's delivering the food i know it's gonna get there i don't know how long it's gonna take or because you know we would do like a couple miles out if it was like but it was just like learning from that you know it was tough especially like like getting those people like from like companies and stuff like that that was even hard when we would do remember like on Tuesdays yeah we would do what was it like 300 people mm-hmm. at, at 8 a.m. we would start and it would go out at 1030 because we would do like what, what was it almost like 1200 tacos mm-hmm. <laughs> that, shit's, that, yeah. shit, that was so hard <laughs> <laughs> I already can't wake up. I can't wake up to get there, and I'm over here making 1,200 tacos on a Tuesday. Yeah. And. (laughs) But those are things that, you know, force you to grow. Yeah. You know, like getting those stressors where, you know, 
you're forced to grow and learn and all that stuff. I mean, that's just part of being a startup and a business right. that's, you know, continually growing. Because, man, I, I look back at the time I was with you guys compared to now. Like, I'm so much better, you know? Yeah. Uh, Flow-wise, like, you know, trying to make myself better. I, I know there would be, like, slow times at the drive through where I'm like, okay, let's keep busy. Let's do something to get the business, you know, yeah. better. You know, be it marketing, be it better flow. Um, and yeah, the markets were great for me on that front because like yeah. the drive-through, we would get busy sometimes, right? But like the markets is where I like really learned a lot about yeah. my business and how to get quicker when you get like these big orders in, right? right. And it forces you. I remember there was a small business consultant. Uh, I went to this like little conference in Chicago, and this guy he was a consultant that would help like small businesses go into like medium or large. Like they were that was what they were striving to do. Yeah. And he always talked about the best way to find out what problems your business has is to stress sales. So he's like, like uh, accelerate sales. Okay. So like, let's say, you know, your company's used to getting like 15 orders. We're going to bump it up to 40 orders and see where the problem is. Because okay. that's where you start figuring out like, oh, shit, we need to get better at this, this and that, you know. Yeah. You know, is it the person? Is it the tools they have? Is it product we don't have enough product is it you know you start learning what it is that you need to get better at yeah and um for you it was waking up <laughs> yeah for me no honestly i don't know what it is uh i started getting better towards the end yeah yeah i did the first year basically like well that was when i was going through my tough time yeah but yeah that's what i was gonna say maybe with some personal stuff going on too and yeah. I, you know that's that's another thing that I've learned a lot about, and I think as a business owner, I think that's one of the most crucial things is to get your mind right, you right. know, keep yourself healthy. Your um, mind healthy. Yeah. It's just always, it's always nice. This is what I always tell people. It's like, especially right now for me, because, you know, I'm working at the club. It's not my business. It doesn't mean I'm not going to give it 100%. But I don't care as much as I would care if it were mine. Like, if it were mine, I would give 200%. -hmm. But this isn't mine, so I give, you know, what he asked me. I mean, the guy's a cool guy, whatever. You know, I do my thing for him. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to, you know, I'm over here. I I told one of my uncles the other day, I was like, dude, I'm making good money. I got insurance, and I'm working 30 hours a week. He was like, oh, you should be ashamed of yourself. I was like, why? I was like, I'm making good money. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I would, you know, why not work the 50 hours everybody else works? Why would I put the stress on me? This is my time to relax. And the summer is like my, the busiest time that I have. I'm working almost every day. Like, I would work, like, what was it? We were there. Like, I would be, it was with me. Like La Taquisa, Dragon Pit, weekends, either or. Most of the time on La Taquisa, it was tough. Mm-hmm. Dude, I was working literally like 60 hours a week, nonstop. I would, I would barely see my kid. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I, I would, like, I didn't have time to do anything. And I was always stressing. And then the stress, I would take the stress out by drinking and drinking was never that's never good because mm-hmm. then the next day you're fucked yeah and it's like 
it was tough. And like now, and he was like, "Oh, you should be ashamed of yourself." I'm like, "Why? I feel great. I sleep well. I I'm I live I live on my own. I pay all my bills. I got everything. Everything's good. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why I like." That's the whole Hispanic like narrative. Like, oh, if you're not tired and you're busting your ass, you're not doing shit. Nah, if you ain't happy, if you're not like, if you're not happy with yourself and what what you're doing, then you ain't shit. That's how I look at it. It's like I'm happy where I'm at. I'm happy doing what I'm doing. And then I'm happy where my business is going. Yeah, it's slow right now. Fuck it. Who cares? We're not going to stop. We might take a little break. And then we'll go from there. Mm-hmm. Because it's hard. It's it's hard. But it's like, as long, as long as you realize, like, what, how should I say, like, just realize that, like, I don't ever want to give up on it. And I won't. And I like the fact that I'm a pop-up because then I can just pop up whenever I want. And people people show up. People show up. People love our stuff. It's not even like the food. It's the way we are with them. It's like, dude, like I see, I see t- like everywhere I go, I see either I, somebody I know or his customers come out to me, talking to me, hey, when are you coming back? This and that, whatever. Like, it's getting to the point, like, my girlfriend's like, you know everybody. I was like, I just, yeah, I might know everybody, but, like, I know them from different things. Nine times out of ten, it's, like, customers that have came back, and they I got to meet them, and stuff like that. And that's, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with this. But, I don't know, I'm just happy with how we're, how we're moving about things, and how, how we're going to we're going now yeah yeah i think you know you kind of started talking about the the whole idea of like latinos and just like overworking and exhausting yeah. yourself i think i suffer a lot from that <laughs> it's, it's just work it's just a workaholic yeah workaholic and that's okay but you, you know especially like you know when you went to guatemala it's like dude you i'm not gonna bother you. you're on vacation you're at your that's that's your time to relax. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, like I said, you were doing stuff for your business. Yeah. But more, like, you know, you were mostly just, you know, you just got to relax. Yeah. That's I don't know, man, because I think this is, I've I've had this, uh, like, I've battled with this in my head. Yeah. And it's because I've had other people, like, bring stuff up to me before, too, where it's like, you're working too hard. But I'm like... Okay, you say that, but the way I process it in my head is like, I'm not saying you, like people have said that to me before, right? So it's like, okay, are they just instilling like, are they projecting a fear of their own that they can't work as hard as I'm working? Mm -hmm. Or is it true that I'm working too much? Because I would argue, right? Because I want to be great. Like what I try, what I'm trying to do is big, right? Like, right. And I think it's important to have, like, huge goals. And, yeah, you might never strive and get them, but, like, at least you're going, you know? Right. <laughs> like, you're, you're trying to go up there. Um, <laughs> well, that's why But, like, you all... hear about all these guys, right? Like, let's say, I'm not saying I'm a Kobe or a, a Michael or any, any of them, but, like, yeah. t- talk about the hours they put in, you know? Yeah. 
And I think, you know, for me, going back to like this whole idea of El Sueño, I would I don't think I would be going as hard as I'm going right now in audit, like you were saying, right? Mm-hmm. Where like, dude, I was just mo- emotionally drained. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. Like I've worked like with you sharing, you know, experiences at like factories and stuff. It's just so soul sucking. Yeah. Like I remember when I was working at a factory and I was doing the pop up, like it was just killing me. Like <laughs> that job was draining me so much, but then I would get energy from doing these pop-ups and then eventually, you know, like the universe kind of like laid me off that job or whatever. And yeah, like I just feel so much more energized when I'm doing the coffee stuff. Um, and yeah, I guess, you know, that going back to that point of like alcohol, or alcoholism <laughs> workaholics <laughs> like being a workaholic yeah i don't know i would argue that it's not bad if you're doing what you enjoy right where right. like i'm creating things and like yeah sure i'm drained but like i think it's because you know i'm taking so much out of the day yeah you know because i worked this morning but then i come and do this podcast like technically this is work right right but we're enjoying it and right. again like going and serving customers in the morning I enjoy doing it. Like, I like getting up. I like talking to people. It's right. wild to me serving a cup of coffee that comes from my family's farms. So when I'm creating content, like, I have passion with it, right? Like, mm-hmm. I want to share this with people. And, you know, just, like, really finding things that you enjoy. And, I, like, I was just watching a video of Dame Dash. And he said that's how he created his life. The guy that did, like, Rockefeller and all that stuff, right? Like, yeah, um, yeah he's just like, I just found what I like. And I found out how to monetize it. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not that great at doing that. But I think that's like kind of the key is just like creating things and eventually, you know, creating value and then you'll get recompensated for it. Mm-hmm. And I, that's why I think, you know, I always just keep harping between our conversations that we have is just like create things. Right. Yeah. Be it content, be it coffee, be it podcast, be it whatever it may be. Keep creating stuff. Right, and you'll get in your lane. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, yeah, I guess it's like, I mean, I think it's like different when, when I, when I tell you like, I think you're working. Like when I said, you know, obviously I've told you time and time and again, you're working too hard. Hello, hello. What's going on? Okay, I think it's good. All right, all right. So like. It's just like, I feel like you just got to take time to yourself, like for those couple of days, like the whole thing, like, like I said, you went to Guatemala, I think taking the weekend off is fine, you know, and I know, like, I just bought, like, we were just talking about it before, I just bought my plane ticket to Mexico, I haven't bought one back, but <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just said, like, that's, that's, Basically, me going there, it's my first trip, mm-hmm. I guess, like, going on a plane by myself, and I'm going to go meet up my cousin, a couple of his friends, like, for his birthday, and then um, I'm going to be there for the first few hours by myself, so I'm just going to walk around Guadalajara and see, just just see what's up. I know it's pretty dangerous out there right now, mm-hmm. but um, what else? And, um, I don't know. It's just like, for me, fuck. Sorry, like, Andrea was, Andrea kind of 
put me off. No, you're good. But um, what's it called? What was I saying? It's like taking breaks and yeah. I think you know I am trying to balance it right because yeah. I think you know I'm not gonna let up regardless of what people say. Like I'm just right. gonna keep doing what I'm doing. Right. Um. And maybe it's good, maybe it's bad. I don't know. We'll find out. But I do pepper in like you know things that I enjoy. You know, I try yeah. to I try to set like times in my day to like let's say like I stop working at around this time or something, right? Because um, I do think it is important to like take some breaks. I've been trying to go on like walks and things like that. You know, yeah. and I think you know doing what you're talking about is cool too, right? Um, like going and travel and like when I went to Guatemala. So I think it is good because it lets your mind kind of like float away or whatever. But when you are in your own lane and you're creating your own thing. Yeah. At least this is how I saw it when I was in Guatemala. Like, yeah, maybe I wasn't necessarily working on my business, but my mind was still going with things that I can use for it. You know? And I think that... There's benefit in that too, right? Where, you know, oh, I went to, like, we had talked about, like, R&D, right? You can go to another city and, like, I was walking through restaurants and, like, oh, this is cool. Like, oh, this would be cool to do at the branch or, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. things like that where it's just, like, you're just kind of taking ideas. And I feel like I'm always somehow working. (laughs) Like, I I, I don't know. It's just the way I'm wired, I guess. And I, I think it really is this whole idea of... You know, I'm really coming from nothing, you know? Like, I'm starting yeah. it from scratch, and I'm just, like, obsessed with making it work. Yeah. So, I'm not going to let up, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that, though. I like, And I respect that. That's why it's, like... Like, for me, I guess, like, not necessarily for my business, but I am always working. Especially, like, being at the club. Like, I'm learning new stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. It's, like, whether that be from my my chef or from the people next to me mm-hmm. like these guys these guys are good the people i work with they're good they're they, you know they know what they're doing you know some my some my you know some have 20 plus more years experience than me mm-hmm. some might have a couple years more experience than me but at the end of the day i'm still learning from them yeah and it's like you know i'm trying to see what else i can implement from what i'm learning from them to my business and then just go from there. I think that right there is the key point, right? Yeah. Where learning, yeah, you know, and kind of to circle back with like the values that I said we were going to talk about a little bit. My <laughs> yeah. parents always instilled that in me, right? When they came here, like one of the biggest things they always talked about was like, you got to go to school. Like, yeah. They didn't know how it worked necessarily, maybe, but like they always said, like you, you know, go to college, like get get a job. But like I think what they really were focusing on was like learning, yeah. and I took that really to heart. Um, and yeah, just any experience that I had, like I can circle back and say, like, you know, I could I could bash myself for like, oh, why didn't I start coffee quicker? But like every experience I've had in my life has like gave me skills that I am now using. Or that I can use now, too, right? Right. Um, and, yeah, I think that's an important part right there. Like you said, you know, just, like, almost using every experience in your life to, like, okay, how can I use this to help benefit my projects or, 
you know, like get healthier or help my family or, you yeah. know what I mean? Like really just taking everything that you're kind of experiencing. And that's why I think, you know, going back to this whole El Sueño podcast, having other people share their stories is very beneficial too, right? right? Cause, oh, that's how you learn that. Maybe that's how I can learn that too. Or, or um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's, you know, learning is su- such, yeah, such a key. So important. Right. And, um, yeah, I guess I'm just going off on this huge tangent, but I'm going to keep going. Keep going <laughs> I'm r- ripping going. through it. But yeah, one of my favorite books, dude, that I ever read, like I liked reading a lot of autobiographies because I mm-hmm. like, you know, like getting to see the ins, ins and outs of like a, a popular figure's life. Yeah. And like, you know, it's not just like they just are successful out of nowhere, but like the autobiography of Frederick Douglass where he talks about like, you know, he was a slave and his slave owner. Um, so his his slave owner's wife, like he would stay with her when the guy went to work or whatever. And she was teaching him to read. Yeah. And, you know, she didn't you know, view anything wrong with it. But then the, the husband comes back and says, like, what are you doing? Like, you can't teach him to read. Then he's going to realize his own value. And yeah. he overheard that conversation. So then when they stopped giving him lessons, he taught himself to read because he's like, he really didn't want me to do this. This is going to be my way out of slavery. And that's what he ended up doing. And like that just shows how powerful learning and reading is. Right. It can pull you out of slavery. So like imagine what it can do for your life. Mm -hmm. I don't know. No, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but yeah, yeah, that was that was the point you were making. It's yeah, just like yeah. learning no, from every experience. I I take literally like every single experience I've had in the kitchen, like whether it was at Old Madrid or the breakfast uh, restaurant that I worked at. Um, where where else? The Cajun restaurant that I worked at, just like all the restaurants that I've like been at even just like visited like i take my experiences from there and you know if they're bad they're bad i still take it and learn from learn from that myself Mm -hmm. you know and um yeah like you're always gonna learn something from everybody like that's why i i love like the people that i'm around like um Especially the people that I've met through La Taquisa, you know, everybody has, like you said, everybody has a different story, and I get to learn and hear hear their experiences, so I can learn from that, too, you know, because you also learn by listening, you know, it's like, these guys been doing it a lot longer than I have, and just, like, hearing what they got to do, and hear, like, the crazy, like, oh my God, I need to do this by this time or I fucking forgot this or just like little things like that. Just like, um, just learning from them too, you know? And, you know, I just, I kind of just, you know, I've been really like learning from the kitchen since I was a kid. Yeah. Since, well, like, man, I like, 10, 11 years old from like my mom and dad and it's been it's been it's been a lot <laughs> yeah 
Sometimes that's why I got a big ass head. What what what's your what's your favorite like coffee shop here other than your like obviously it's been I like do you like any, here do you go anywhere what do you mean by here I don't know like um, like in town or yeah, like in, in the town. state or or wherever here or close by yeah I think my my thing with coffee because I I don't think I'm really picky as far yeah. as like. You know, flavor. I've gotten better at it now because I'm serving so much like every day and my palate has developed a lot more. Um, But I think growing up, for me, the best coffee shops was always like the vibe, like the place. And I'm I'm kind of a loner or, you know, like antisocial. So I always (laughs) like the like quiet little like cool little shops or something. Yeah. Um, It's funny enough, like I did think the branch was one of the coolest spots in the area. Like I remember so... going in there. I remember going in there when, um, you know, I didn't even know Christina, and like I hadn't even really started the co- like my own coffee thing, and I thought it was such a cool spot. I was like, why is nobody in here? Yeah. Like that. I don't know. Like for me, coffee shops have always been like I'm that little like the dude that likes working on his computer and just like working on it, like drinking a cup of coffee and working. Right. So the branch was super cool. Wilson's was always my place to go to when I first lived in Racine before I ever started in coffee and everything. Uh, This was when I was still in college. Like I would go there um, just because they were open really early and their coffee's good. Um, So Wilson's for sure is a cool spot in the area. Yeah. Um, Like I said, the branch was one of my favorite spots just because it was a cool, like it was cool inside to me, you know? Right. yeah, I guess, you know, living in Milwaukee, places that I really liked a lot, too, or uh, Anodyne. Like, the little shop that I used to work at in Wauwatosa is really cool. It's, like, a very little spot. Um, that's a cool shop, for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Yeah, I mean, I have no beef with, like, other coffee shops, you know. The Buzz is cool down in yeah. Kenosha. They're downtown. They usually, I don't know which roaster they have right now. But they were cycling like coffee, coffees there. Oh, okay. Um, Common Grounds was always cool growing up. Like we would always I go there. Never heard of that. You never know, been there? Mm-hmm. Common Grounds is a local spot in Kenosha that's like right on the lake. Okay. So um, their coffee's not like super great or anything, but their location is sweet. Like that's, that's... they have like pretty good treats and stuff. But yeah. dude, they have like a patio outside. So, like, in the summer, you can sit outside and, like, overlook the lake. Yeah. But then they also have, like, inside, it almost feels like a house. I remember growing up, they'd always have, uh, like, board games. So, like, my friends and I would just go in there and maybe get, like, hot chocolates or something and just play board games. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. So, those are are cool spots. Like, for me, it's always kind of been more, uh, like, the vibe that the place had. Yeah. Um, I... I've only I've been to Wilson's a couple times and then go from there. What's up? He ate the human inside. He ate the human. Yeah, look it. Oh man. <laughs> All right, we're almost done, okay? Whoa. But um, I've been to Wilson's a couple times. No, take it with you. You want me to keep it? Give me. Okay. No, I got it. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, come here. Just, just don't. Okay, I wanna look at it. 
So, I've been to Wilson's a couple times. I went more for, like, school trips, though, which was kind of weird. But, yeah, I went there a couple times. I thought it was nice and chill. Um, Colectivo in Milwaukee by the lake. I like going there just because it was by the lake. Like, when you think, do you ever, like, do you ever, do you ever envision yourself not just owning, like, I know you said most of this, like, what you want to do is more of, like, a drive through place, mm-hmm. like a mobile, like, place to get coffee. Like, what do you, do you picture yourself having, like, an actual, like, coffee shop, like, ever? Yeah, I mean, for me, I guess just to kind of break down the way I look at it, like philosophy wise as far as coffee like what i've learned is you have to sell a lot of them mm-hmm. so i think the strategy that i'm having right now is like what's the best way that i can serve a lot of cups of coffee and naturally kenosha we're seeing like a lot of people are driving right like yeah. there's not a lot of places that are a ton of tons of foot traffic coming through right. like in these bigger cities that see more of that right mm-hmm. Like, you've just got a highly just concentrated go. people that just can go there, you know? Yeah. Um, so, for me, I think the strategy has forced me, because I want to build in Kenosha and Racine, I feel like you have to have drive throughs to start, at least to start, yeah. right? So, once I have capital, like, once I know that, okay, my business is making enough money to be able to, you know, withstand, like, a coffee shop standalone, that's when I think I'd want a spot. And ultimately, like I said, I want, I have big dreams, so... Mm-hmm. I think it is, you know, having a spot is is important to me. Yeah. And bro, like I said, like I I'm not even joking when I say like the branch was one of my favorite spots. People can sit in there right now. So yeah. like we kinda have a coffee shop already. Yeah. Um and you know, to circle back, you know, like with me kinda having cool spots, I think it's really cool that I can serve at a farmer's market. Yeah. You know, like I it's almost like created its own like a farmer's market creates its own vibe and people enjoy going to it. And I know in the summer, like people, like it's a destination thing for them. They'll go and it's almost like it's become its own like place and bringing the coffee shop to them. Like it's a win-win I I feel like, right? Because I bring good coffee to them, but now this place has created such a cool vibe for them. Same thing with like the Franksville beer garden for you guys, right? Like, you guys would probably love to have a place like that, right? Where, you know, you could be outside with, um, you know, all the amenities that they have at that place. Yeah. Like, that would be so cool to have a taquiza like that. But, you know, you don't have the cash or the investment to do something like that. So it's like a win-win for both of you because they get good food. Then you got a cool vibe, right? Right. And, um, Me, like, just having but, stuff for... Like, the, I think if, to have a place like that, you have to have stuff for everybody to do. Like, kids, they have the playground right there, the basketball court, um, the adults. You can, I think they have, like, adult games, like, uh, the bag toss, stuff like that. And, um, obviously, drinking beer. Mm-hmm. And they even had TVs, I think, going, yeah, too. TVs. Yeah, I remember had, I saw that I think, for, like, the Bucks game or something. Yeah, they had a TV. They had one big TV. It's a huge. It's huge. Mm-hmm. Oh, huge. And yeah. they got a sound system so everybody can hear. Right. And just being able to watch, like, even, like, the Packer games. Like, honestly, like, Sundays there could be so lit. It's so insane. Because, like, I remember we would do brunch there. And, dude, like, 
just having them, you know, watching the games there. They serve Bloody Marys. We serve food. But it wasn't, like, always, like, the pack. It wasn't, it wasn't packed. Mm-hmm. But, it, you know, we had a good crowd. But mm-hmm. I would, uh, I would definitely, like, think about, like, doing something there for Sundays. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah. Love that. For sure. But who knows? Um, let's see. Uh, shout out to Emily, by the way. Midwest Emily. She uh, she's the one that came up with some of some of these uh, suggestions that we're talking about. Yeah, for sure. Um, like Emily, you guys can also throw in some suggestions and things that you want us to touch on throughout these uh, coming weeks. Uh, you can email us at elsuenio two six two at gmail dot com and hit us up on Instagram and Facebook. Um, uh, I guess I'll. I'll talk about like where I like to go eat. Yeah, for sure. Here. Tacos. Like, uh, tacos. Uh, who doesn't like a good taco? <laughs> ah, tacos. <laughs> All right. Um, Those are your dreams. Yeah, sometimes like you have your dream about that. <laughs> oh man, I think about like honestly, ever since I bought the plane ticket, I just been. Thinking about cantaritos and... You got to get footage for us. Pictures, videos. Oh, I will. We're going to tequila, actually. Yeah. So, that's like... Dude, get some interviews with some taqueros out there. That'd be sick. Oh, I'm going to try to, but depends if I'm late or not. You're like, fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) No, actually, I will. You didn't work on yours. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, 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 nah. That's something... But I think that's where the start is, though. It's the start of me finally pushing the brand to be worldwide. <laughs> now, obviously not worldwide, but like I wanna I wanna push my brand more and I think if I were to record it more and do other things with it, like start doing what I've been telling other people to do. Mm-hmm. Like get on Instagram more and get on TikTok and finally push myself to doing it i think that's the place to do it yeah man and you just made me think of something that i was just thinking about not too long ago was this whole idea of how you know action just creates like gets you going in the right lane Mm -hmm. so you know kind of going back to that conversation we were having last week with just getting started uh, one of the things that I saw, like you said, like I think what sparked the me remembering it was you saying going worldwide. Yeah. So when I was in Guatemala, my cousins um, were telling me one of my cousins works at a place where um, a lot of the mission missionaries go to stay. Mm-hmm. I think I was telling you about that. So like going out there, like explaining to my cousin what I've been doing, like that that conocer, like my dad says, right? Like just let people know what you're up to, yeah. and if they're about it, they're gonna start trying to help you out. Right. So my cousin, she like reached out to me, and she's like, hey, you know, we sell coffee to these missionary like people all the time, and I think it'd be awesome to start selling your coffee. She's like. I'd love to, like, figure out a way to get, like, the coffee. She's in Guatemala, right? Yeah. And then get, like, a bag there and just, like, and she wants to do that. I don't know if it'll, like, ultimately pan out if we'll end up doing it, but kind of what you're saying where, you know, you start working on stuff and then who knows what possibilities start opening up. Right. You know? And it's just 
by you doing doing and just like interacting with just, different people and yep. you know the opportunity is going to spur out of like places you didn't even imagine right you know no yeah i completely agree and it's like that's why i love that's why i keep saying just like create, create keep yeah. going do stuff like you know yeah maybe takiza isn't going but like let's work on something else right or you know what i'm saying that's what i always say it's like no matter what happens like with Takisa, El Taquero, any of that, I know that I can always either push one or the other or just come up with something else. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many things people can do nowadays. It's crazy. I love it. I love every fucking thing about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember one of my friends was getting really mad. Uh, Keith, if you listen to it, it was funny. Um, he was like, getting really mad that this guy was uh, cre- like got so popular. Mm-hmm. of like going to work and then he hides from his boss so he makes these like goofy videos about like hiding from his boss yeah. and he's like what the hell like this guy's getting paid to do this and i'm over here busting my ass off yeah you know like working and it's just like bro like people are just figuring it out if he's having fun doing that and like that's yeah. like his like life journey so be it like yeah. why get mad at him like i don't know yeah you know like <laughs> to me it's just funny but I know I can. That's why it's like the whole idea of like tearing people, uh, tearing people down or building people up. Yeah. Who cares? Like, I don't care if that guy's doing that. Shit. Depending on what it is. Yeah, I guess if you're hurting people, yeah, but. No, I like I like to. I like to I like to talk shit, man. When I'm at work, I talk shit. Like, I talk down to people. <laughs> I'm flipping them off, people. <laughs> you guys Just think- in case he was talking shit about you, I'm sending him some uh, middle fingers. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, nah, I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about work, because then it just pisses me off. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, going back, like. But why, bro? Why tear people down? I don't, I tear people <laughs> down if they deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think I'm joking? No. I'm working my ass off to do what is bad. You say you're not going to talk about work. Yeah, let's not talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Fuck that place. Blada, yada, yada. Nah, but um, what were you saying? Uh, yes, no, I do want to do more content. I want to start pushing El Taquero's TikTok. Uh, I'm gonna, actually, I got to make one for El Taquero. So I'm gonna make an El Taquero TikTok. Uh, I already got the Instagram going. So that's my next step. My next step, and I'm gonna be fucking repping the shit out of El Taquero. I'm gonna take one of the hats somebody didn't pick up from me and taking it over there. Yeah, I'm that'd just be gonna sick. Start going crazy. That's good. I love it. Love it. love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Do it. Yeah, yeah man. Um, you're making me think too. We should do stuff for El Sueño too. Yeah. Just come up with well, cool content. Actually, if you guys got ideas, throw them at us. I find I well I didn't. I know we were talking about going with uh, one of our friends uh, to see if he can fix our logo. Mm-hmm. I actually reached out to my cousin, see if he had any ideas too. Just because I think we just need to fix a logo and then. We solidify the logo, then we can bring out our own merch for it, mm-hmm. and then just go from there. 
But I do, like, we should do, maybe I could do some stuff over there. Um, like, just stuff with, uh, just, like, when we're recording and stuff. Or just, like, little things during the day. We could just figure something out. We'll talk about it outside yeah. of the podcast and just go for it. I think I, uh, an idea just popped up in my head. I kind of yeah. like it. I like it. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> um, Sounds good. What else? Do you have anything to touch on? Uh, no, just uh, if you guys are listening. So March 30th, again, we're doing oh, yeah. that um, 90s throwdown party at the branch so we're doing uh specialty drinks that night uh east coast versus west coast featured drinks what side are you on uh so east coast we're doing a wu-tang vodka so with tang like orange tang spiked with vodka orange orange remember the tang from the 90s that orange you don't remember that it's like kool-aid powder stuff Oh. It looks like orangutan was like their big commercial thing. No. No. Nope. Over his head, but is it over your head? I don't know. Look it up. (laughs) East Coast. That's the side I'm on. East Coast. So the Wu-Tang. And then uh, for the West Coast, we're doing a gin and juice spiked Jamaica. So. Actually. And then we're doing uh, Mickey's 40s too. So those are our specialty drinks along with our other drinks that we were doing last summer. Spicy palomas, uh, Jamaica margaritas. Oh, God. Yeah. Man, it uh, should be the fun. Gin and, the gin and Jamaica was really good. Yeah. I got to try that. Yeah, I remember you liked that one. Yeah, yeah. last. I love Jamaica. I didn't push it too much, but yeah, this. We're, we're going to push it for this event. Yeah. Yeah, no. What are you? You're more West Coast, right? Yeah, Coast. we were talking about it today. I, I do like some East Coast people too, though. I like Wu Tang yeah. a lot. I like uh, Nas, but I'm a yeah. big Tupac fan. Right. Yeah. He had heart, bro. He's all well, about. Yeah, I mean, everybody had heart back in the day. <laughs> now everybody just sells their soul to the devil. God damn. I'm next, nah. y'all. Oh. <laughs> hey, if you see Serge in like a Maserati and. 30 different Esperanza Coffee Collective. Right. Like, 10 rings on my hands and shit. <laughs> Just know that man's soul is soul. <laughs> oh, my soul. You ever heard that song? Luminati all over my body. <laughs> Give me that number, though, if you do. <laughs> Dang. Hey, man, I want, I want the same thing. I want... Worldwide. I told y'all evil was going to win out. Prestige. Worldwide. <laughs> Prestige. Prestige. I, I, lo- I love that movie. <laughs> Dude, I got to watch it again. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, you what? You don't know what movie I'm talking about? It's uh, Step Brothers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, but okay. I mostly forgot a lot about it. <laughs> Just, uh, it's a funny movie. Well, but, any of, like, any other movies. Oh, yeah, dude. Farrell. He's hilarious. Yeah. Old School is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. By him. Um, that oh, he's so funny. Kicking and Screaming. Old School is the best one, though, I nah, think. Kicking and Screaming. Nah, dude. Blue. Kicking Blue, and Screaming. you my boy. Nah, Kicking and Screaming. Get out of here. Our, our, what's his <laughs> name? When he was the weather guy. Oh, yeah, Anchorman. A- Anchorman. Funny as fuck. Number two, still pretty funny too. Yeah, it's a good one too, for sure. All right, um, 
Do anything else coming up? Uh, no, just mainly that uh, that party. We're really trying to push that to be yeah. the kickoff for our events coming up. Yep. And then yeah, just usual schedule, six to one at the branch Sunday through Friday, and the farmers market Saturdays Kenosha. Yeah. Ten to two. Um. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Bring a friend. Or die. Brew or die. See, we, bro, Brew I gotta die. get the, I gotta get the, the uh, I gotta get the listeners to really push you to make a like a mixtape. <laughs> no, you know it'd be so dope Brew if you die. made if you made a song, bro, for Wednesday, and just like a solo, like a single, just like put it on SoundCloud too, put it on whatever, and like I told you, I'm still trying to figure out what my genre is. <laughs> What do you want? We could do either. What do you want? I don't we could do rap. We could do hip hop. Romanticas. Oh, shoot. That might have to be it. <laughs> <laughs> That's where my heart's at. <laughs> oh, my Let God. the hair down. Yeah. Yeah, the curls down. El Buki, they would call me in Guatemala. Why is that Buki? If you don't know who El Buki is, look him up. Doesn't look like Serge. But kind of, sort of. Just because I have curly hair, they say, and the beard. Yeah. Marco yeah, Antonio Solis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd be a sick concert to go to. He just came. They came. They came last year. Damn. Was with the year? group? Yeah, oh, those bookies. With those bookies. Yeah, it was Dang. a world tour. That shit sold out in minutes. Shit. But um. Yeah, take a um. Uh, like I said before. For, Wu Tang forever. Yeah, I, <laughs> like I said, I love Biggie, bro. Biggie is probably like my favorite art, one of my favorite artists of all time, like in all genres. West Side Boy. I mean, whatever. <laughs> whatever. That's why we shot him. That's why Damn. we shot him. Nah, I'm just joking. And you made a song about it too. <laughs> Who shot you? No, he made that before that happened. Ah, sure. Hey, he made that very, before that. Very likely. Yeah. Look, you know what? <laughs> I don't know. But like I said, you know, Biggie Biggie's the man. But um But who's the best one nowadays though? Nowadays? K dot, bro. West Coast, dude. Hendrick Lamar. I don't know. I mean he's really good, but I guess I don't really listen to him like that. What about J? What about J Dot? <laughs> J Dot. J Cole, man. Cole. I mean, I don't even listen to him either. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm looking for like. I'm looking more international now, man. <laughs> them, them UK rappers are pretty dope. Yeah. H. H is fire. H is fire. I mean, they don't get played as much over here because they're. Just because they're English, bro. That's racism. <laughs> racism. Just because they got the accent. Damn, we were just <laughs> talking about the girls' accents. Yeah. That. <laughs> I mean, their their accents pretty dope, dude. I don't know. They got a lot of they got a lot of rappers that they got they got hits over here. Mm. Look at a couple hits here and there, but over there they got they got hits on top of hits. <laughs> <laughs> but um, like I was saying before, um, if you guys want. You know, you guys can reach out to us. You guys want anything 
specifically that you guys want us to talk about? Um, any, any like ideas that you you guys think that you guys want to come in on? Or if you guys just want to chat with us, you know, just hit us up on Instagram and uh, Facebook. Um, and you can email us at elsueno262 at gmail.com. And we could just chat around, you know. And then, you know, maybe I'll put it on a podcast or not. Who knows? We'll see. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, one of the suggestions from Emily was, you know, more immigrant stories. And that is yeah. something that, you know kind of ties into what we want to do with El Sueño podcast. Right. And eventually, you know, hopefully get some more, um, you know, get some guests on here as well. But, yeah, I have a story that I might, you know, try to get wrangled in maybe for the next episode or the one after. So I think I have someone in mind who I want to try to interview. So tune in. Tune in. Tune in. (laughs) All right. All right, guys, we'll catch you later. Um, this probably be, uh, what, Wednesday? Today's Tuesday? Yep. I'll probably take a look at it. We're at a, well, almost a, an hour and 20 minutes. Damn. Damn, that's good. All right. All right, we'll see you guys later. All right, peace. Peace. See ya.